Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Angela Mater. Angela, are you ready to do this? I am ready. Excellent. Let's do this. Angela is the founder and chief philosopher at Philosophy Inc. She is working to redefine how people integrate fitness into their lifestyle to change the shape of America literally. We are excited to have you on, Angela. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. A little bit more about my personal life. What would you like to know there, George? Well, I feel like <laughs> you probably have an awesome dog that you could tell I me a story I do have about. an awesome dog. I have a, a five-pound uh, fur baby. Um, yeah, I, I started my business uh, in 2008. And uh, like I, um, like you mentioned, it's Philosophy, and I had one product for probably the first five years, um, and that product kind of took off. Um, barely, well, took off is a it air quotes around that. You know, if you can really call five years taking off, but um, that's really been kind of the the catapult behind the business, and then from then, then kind of creating a whole line of products. Um, after that, but um, that's not really my personal life. But that is that's what philosophy is all about. <laughs> Excellent. And what was it that motivated you to to come into or get into the the wellness space? I, I, maybe that's not the right term, but to get in the line. Yeah, of I, no, I, that is. I I think that is the right space. I mean, I mean, I think when I started the business, you know, um, ten years ago, which is insane. Uh, LinkedIn just reminded me the other day that you know, it'll be 10 years this year. And I have no clue how that time has passed. But, um, you know, back then, I think I viewed it more as the fitness industry. But that's where I was in my, my personal life. Um, it was, you know, fitness, all about the six pack and the sets and reps. And, you know, I former, you know, before that, I had um, had about probably about seven years of eating disorders um, that I was kind of recovering from. And through a program, they made me journal, but I wasn't allowed to write down any calories, which for somebody that journals that has an eating disorder, this is not good. And so it was through the process of journaling that I was able to identify, you know, my issues with control, my issues that actually I didn't even know were issues at all, but that was my outlet and how I tried to control a life that was otherwise very out of control. And so it was kind of this moment, um, I was in my MBA program um, out at UC Irvine, and um, I had this idea for a product called Fitbook. Um, I made one, um, I, I made the pages how I wanted it to be made, and I was at 24-Hour Fitness one day, and this guy says, hey, where'd you get that? And I'm like, I make them. And I didn't make them at the time, and he was like, well, can I have two? How much are they? And I was like, they're 20 bucks each. And he was like, okay, can I have them on Monday? So I went home. I printed them out, went to Kinko's, I bound them, like I, <laughs> and I still have those two $20 bills to this day uh, because I, that was whenever I realized if this helps me, it can help somebody else. And so um, I did use the Fitbook as a project as part of a lot of design and entrepreneurial um, classes at my, during my graduate program. Um, but it was right in 2008 after I graduated that I actually started the business. And mind you, it wasn't that sexy. I mean, I was running this business at night and like shipping products out of my little apartment and, um, you know, had a, a completely separate business at the time that actually was what paid the bills. So that's kind of how I got my start. Well, that's awesome. And as so many 
businesses, so many entrepreneurial stories are so great and they, they, they do start from very, very small things and then work their way bigger and bigger. Um, tackling our America's health and wellness challenges, if it's a lack of exercise or if it's poor eating habits, um, yeah. the number, the, the numbers are staggering and, and I, I, to a degree, they're terrifying and we're staring down the barrel of major, major health issues and frankly, massive expenses if people aren't able to get their diet and exercise programs um, back on the right path. Do you have thoughts on why it is that this is that that we've gotten to this point? You know, I, I do have thoughts on this and, and partly because, you know, the, the health and fitness industry is a, I think it's like a $38 billion industry. It was years ago. I'm sure it's even bigger than that now. And yet we all know what works and yet what continues to sell is the quick fix and the bright, shiny objects and the, the promises that don't work. And so people continue to put their hope in something that isn't going to work. And yet, you know, we you know, my issue with the fitness industry is exactly why I do what I do. And this is why I get out of bed every day, because what, what works isn't as sexy as the quick fixes and the, the pills and the procedures. And, and yet those things don't work. They're not sustainable and they won't actually change our culture. But I think the problem is, is that people um, a lot of times want these quick fixes or these band-aid approaches, but they're not addressing the true issue, um, which is their mind. Like, I feel like they're wanting to fix the outer appearance. But what I often tell people is if you focus more on like your inward, um, how you think about yourself, how you actually view your health, um, the rest falls into place. But if you just fix the outer appearance, I mean, you see people that will go through, you know, and I'm not making any judgments here, but there are weight loss procedures and there are all these things out there to fix the physical part. And yet a lot of times we see those same people struggling to not go back to where they started because if you're not addressing the root cause, then we're going to end up in the same place. And and honestly, the fitness industry is only getting bigger and our obesity problem is only getting worse. And so something we're doing is not working and that's exactly why I do what I do. Amen, sister. I think you really hit the nail on the head. <laughs> and that, that's that, that's true of anything that's, that's, that's really worthwhile in pursuing. I just heard this great quote, which is essentially what you're talking about by Henry David Thoreau recently. And it's, it's this, I that there are a thousand hacking at the branches of evil to one who is striking at the root. So I love that. I absolutely love that. And it, it's so true. I mean, I think, and I, and I love this conversation um, because I think it really does get to the, um, it not only gets to the root cause, but I think it's a human behavior that, you know, I was having this conversation with a friend the other day and I said, you know, the funny thing about humans is this, we know what will make us feel better. We know what will, like actually from a health perspective, a lot of people, we know what to do and yet we continually make the wrong choices. And, and, and so it's really interesting because if you don't address, you know, your, your thinking and the way you approach things and your habits and your behaviors, um, you're always going to get the same outcome. And so it, it really is, and not to get too into this topic, but like it really is more of a mental health um, issue whenever it comes to your health and well-being. Um, if you don't view your, like if you don't have confidence, if you don't view yourself in a positive way, why would you make choices that value you any differently, right? So a lot of times we talk a lot about self-worth 
to talk about gratitude and all those things because those things are actually key drivers of health and, and wellness just as much, if not more, than, you know, what you're having for your snack. Like, that, that's why I wish I cared as much about what people ate every day as I care about how they think about themselves. And it's just not my cup of tea to, like, I do care about giving people healthy recipes and will provide you with, like, healthy workouts that will make you feel good and things like that. But I'm just not as passionate about it because I don't care whether you do a squat with a, you know, dumbbells or a barbell. I, I don't care that much because that is not going to change your ultimate outcome as much as how you see yourself and how you value yourself. That is a game changer. Completely agree. So how do you help people with that part of it? I mean, that is, I mean, where our products come in, to be honest with you. So um, there's just a ton of research around um, writing things down. And so it was actually interesting. Um, the same year that I launched uh, FitBook, which is a fitness and nutrition journal, launched it in July of 2008 at the Idea Health and Fitness um, Expo. It's the world's largest health and fitness conference in the world. Um, so launched it and, you know, that same day, research came out from Kaiser Permanente on the front page of Yahoo and MSN back when Yahoo was like the, you know, the, the main place where people got their news, right? And, or on, and on the internet anyway. And um, on the front page was research from Kaiser Permanente showing that people who wrote down their food and their exercise over a 12-week period of time actually um, doubled their amount of weight loss um, by the only difference being that they journaled. And kid you not, it was the same day. I have my little booth in Vegas, and there's, like, all these apps on every side of me. And then there's me and my mom and my designer with, like, <laughs> my journal. And, you know, people are coming up, like, oh, my gosh, like, did you see that research? Did you see that research? And, and it was just, like, it was divine intervention because <laughs> I was, like, oh, my gosh. Because prior to that, you know, and still to this day, people are, like, it, so it's a journal. It's a journal. But the truth is there's, there's so much research, and I can bore you with it on the cognitive connection behind putting actual pen to paper when it comes to your health and fitness and honestly anything. But I applied it in the early days to health and fitness specifically. And and let's be honest, I didn't create the first fitness journal and I did not create the last one. I think the thing that we did differently is I, for the longest time, was the only company that our sole focus was creating a fitness and nutrition journal. That is our specialty. And so we take great care in, like, the design, every page. I've written every single word that goes on every single page that we write and produce, and it's because we've perfected it over time of what works for people based on behavior. So that's kind of where that came in was this, this knowing that writing down things makes you more aware of it. It's not rocket science, but it's fascinating. Um, you know, people are more likely to reach their goals if they actually put pen to paper. And then as the company and the products evolved, um, we went more into the gratitude space. I'm sure you've seen all the research around gratitude journaling and its effect on the brain as well. And so it's actually highly connected to your levels of health. It decreases stress. It increases um, um, sleep quality. It actually lowers the or increases the level of like health in your relationships. It actually people who gratitude journal. This is fascinating to me. The only difference they did was gratitude journal are active on average 40 minutes more than people who don't gratitude journal a week. So you know little things like that. So the way I think about the products that we create is this: if you can do one little thing differently, one little thing, whether it's just write down three things you're grateful for or track your food or write down your workouts. If that can actually change the way that you approach your entire day, we'll actually see dramatic results and we see it every single day. But I'm not like a before and after kind of company. Like that's not what we do. Because to me, 
if all I did was share people's before and afters, then I'm just exacerbating this problem of you are what you look like. And I don't want to be a part of that. Hmm. I very much appreciate that. And I I love (laughs) that. So, so if you practice gratitude, the research suggests that you are 40 minutes more productive a week. More active, more week, active, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's there's a ton of research behind it, and one of the you know the big, I guess, um, proponents of gratitude journaling is Dave Asprey. He's the founder of Bulletproof Coffee. Um, he's always talked about gratitude journaling, and you know, it, it's health benefits and things like that. But I'm not. I mean, I'm not the only one. I mean, Tim Ferriss. I'm sure you're very familiar with him. Um, you know, he he's a huge proponent of gratitude journaling as well. I mean, just to kind of rattle off, you know, a a few things that I I know to be true, like, yeah, keeping people keeping a weekly gratitude journal or 40 minutes more active per week. Um, It actually cuts levels of depression, increases levels of happiness, um, boosts immunity. Um, I mean, it, it literally is connected to all these healthy ways that like promotes health just by the process of writing things down. So I tell people um, like that, the gratitude truly does have the power to transform your health and up your levels of happiness um, just by doing this. And so I don't do that to necessarily promote my products. Like if you want to buy one of my products, great. But I joke with people like write it on a cocktail napkin and throw it away. I don't care. Think of three things that you're grateful for. And so, you know, one of our latest and um, a couple of our latest products, the first thing you do every day is focus on three things you're grateful for. I think that if people did that, that the potential to change their life in whatever direction that they wanted to change it in would be increased exponentially. So I, yeah. I'm such an advocate of, of that. And the, the one thing that I forgot to mention though, is the redu- reduction in stress. Sorry, just to throw no, that in please. there because stress is, stress is the absolutely like, I, I think the number one cause of so many of our illnesses and disease in this country and, and in this world, frankly, and gratitude is just a huge contributor to reducing stress. And, and just, I mean, think about it. Like I encourage people to like take their journal, like, you know, whether it's in the morning with your cup of coffee or at night with a cup of tea or both, um, it's a very relaxing, like meditative kind of experience. And, and so it's just a great way to start and end your day. And just by creating that one habit, it literally has exponential positive benefits on the rest of your day. Totally agree. I think we have so many different things to occupy our attention or to steal our attention or frankly just to make make us feel like we're out of control um we're so busy these days and whatever so just taking a couple of minutes to change your perspective on things which is one of the amazing things about a gratitude journal um but just just to really center yourself take a couple minutes um out and a great way to start or, or, or bookend by, by closing your day. So awesome. Stuff. Yeah. And one, yeah, one of our, so that's our, we have the inspiration journal, which is a gratitude journal. And I took it one step further this past holiday season. We launched our first ever planner. And so I still kept, that was the one thing that was a, a deal breaker for me was like the gratitude had to stay in our planner because what better time to be thinking about your gratitude and your goals than when you're planning out your day. And, and that has to be kind of a, a regular thing that you think about. And you know what? I mean, I sit here and I, I preach it and I talk about it because I'm so passionate about it. 
But I have times when I'm not doing it as consistently and I literally feel a difference in my life. And what I try to do is make it a habit, like a, a cue, like I keep my gratitude journal on my pillow. Um, and then I use my planner in the morning, obviously, when I'm planning on my day. But honestly, it's just been a game changer as far as whenever I'm not doing it, there's a noticeable difference in my productivity, my mood. I mean, you know, I get cranky when I'm not kind of starting my day. Whenever I, the first thing I do, if I check my phone, it's like it can, it dramatically changes my day versus shutting out the world just for a few minutes to be like, okay, what are you grateful for today? I love it. Wonderful advice. Wonderful advice. All right, Angela. Well, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip, even though you've already given us multiple. What do you have for us? No, I don't know about that. Hmm. Um, Well, yeah, I was going to say gratitude journaling. Whenever I knew this was going to be a question, that was going to come up some sort. And, you know, I think... If I had a difference-making tip, I actually would take that one step further. Um, so one thing that we ask you to journal or think about every day is one thing that you're grateful for about your body. Um, it takes gratitude journaling to kind of like that next level level where I feel like that lost feet plays a really important part is like our job isn't just to be like grateful for the things we have, but the things that we are. And so I think so many times in our society and culture, we're so focused on what's wrong with the way I look, um, what's wrong with the way I feel. And sometimes until you lose those capabilities or those um, attributes, do you not appreciate them? I mean, think about it. When you're sick, like, have you ever said to yourself, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'll never complain about, like, like I just want to breathe, right? <laughs> like, yes. Um, but we, and we feel better. And then we go on about our life, right? And so it's the same way when it comes to our physical body. So I really ask that people, like, when you think about your gratitude, you know, if you're thinking about three things you're grateful for, make one of those something that you are just physically grateful for about your body. It might just be like that, like some people are injured and can't do certain things, but you can still find something you're grateful for. You know, I think if there's anything I've learned in the past 10 years in business, you know, is we will go through ups and downs when it comes to our emotional health, our physical health. Um, But if we're not focused on what we're capable of and just focused on the negative, it will dramatically change the direction of our lives. And so I I would just challenge people to think maybe right now, like what is one thing that you're super grateful for? Maybe it's, you know, the ability to to run and play with your kids, or maybe it's the ability to, you know, do a push-up that you couldn't do, you know, two years ago. What is it that your body can do that you're grateful for? Because we may not always have that capability. That is so true, and that is great stuff, and that definitely gets a come on. Come on. So thank you for that. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Angela, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Yeah, absolutely. So our website is getfitbook.com. That was our first product. So that is our website. Um, You can find us on any social media outlet under Fitbook by Fitlocity. Um, And we do sell a whole line of products and programs. And honestly, for people, we offer tons of workouts and recipes for free. Just come visit our website and get a ton of good recipes, workouts, tips. I have all kinds of blogs on journaling and, and exercises for you guys. Um, and, and if you want to check out a product, great, but you know, I just encourage people to start this process of journaling. It really is a game changer. Awesome. Then I could not be more in favor of everything that we just talked about. I've got a (laughs) 
a daily stoic journal sitting on my uh, on my countertop right now and I I think have, you might need a inspiration journal. We're going to have to take care of that. Yeah, I think, I think we <laughs> absolutely need to do that. So well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Angela your appreciation and check out all the places she just encouraged you to check out and also share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Thank you again, Angela. Thank you so much for having me. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we're all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.